Hi, my name is Adam. Hi, my name is Johnny. And, and we've, we've never seen Roadhouse. Hi everyone, welcome back to Find I'll Watch It. My name is Bridget, as you heard. I'm joined as always by Adam and Johnny. And this week I will be showing both of them the 1989 classic Roadhouse, which I'm very excited about. It's one of my favorite movies. I feel like they're really gonna enjoy it. Start with both of you guys, I guess. What do you know about this movie? Swayze. Swayze, okay. Um, a road. <laughs> um, yeah, not a lot. Um, I know it's some sort of like action kind of action adventure ish. Could be. I don't know how much adventure you could have in just one house, but we'll see. Um, You're gonna find out. I do know. Typically, a roadhouse is considered some sort of like. Pull-off bar, dive-ish spa, typically some sort of live music going on, uh, cheap drinks, hot tempers. <laughs> Cold um, beers and hot, temp <laughs> hot tempers. Welcome to Roadhouse. I, I can neither confirm or deny <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> whether or not the film contains those things. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, jeans in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of denim, I think, maybe. <laughs> Some leather. Maybe some leather? There might be some light leather. Um, but yeah, don't know who directed it. Don't know who else is in it. I just know that you and Brian speak very highly of it. It, I think it might fall into, like I said, like, like that action movie, but more of like that tongue-in-cheek kind of like Arnold type of vehicle. Funny violence. That That's, that's it. 1989, 1989, I think you said? 1989, yep. Color? It's in color. color. Okay. I can okay. confirm it is a color film. Regular or technicolor? Yeah, I think just regular. Is it scope or flat? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm excited. I I'm glad I don't really know anything about it. So. I I am too because it's there's so much that I won't get into yet. Adam, how about you? Um, so I'm the same boat as Johnny Swayze. Roadhouse is some kind of dive bar. I'm picturing the place from I think it's. Maybe it's Animal House or something like a, one of those places where the artists perform behind a cage. So that way, when everyone's throwing beer at them, they're protected. Blues like, Brothers. Blues Brothers. Of, yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, I know it's one of those. But I got, I mean, Animal House has the same thing, I think, just minus the cage. Yeah. But like one of those types of places where mm -hmm. uh, on the floor is probably peanut shells and broken bottles. And uh, the only other thing I know about it is the family guy bit where Peter is obsessed with it and just keeps roundhouse kicking while saying roadhouse so i'm expecting a lot of kicks so many kicks high high kicks low kicks kicks to the head front kicks roundhouse kicks all of the things i learned in looking this up earlier that it's not roadhouse one word which is what i thought it was it is in fact two words oh. the one word is texas roadhouse so oh, that's the only thing that comes up okay peanuts are there too i think yeah exactly yeah. so maybe i'm mixing the two but yeah i don't i don't know anything about it beyond that i didn't look up the director or anything like that so I don't, I don't know anything beyond kicking and probably throwing people over tables and barroom brawls and stuff, which are always fun in movies. Those are always a good time. 
Yeah. Because uh, it's like that kind of extra fun, punchy action that isn't... I yeah. feel like it'll be less choreographed than most like fight scenes in movies and just kind of feel more visceral. That's yeah, I, I think on the scale of, you know, like one to Crouching Tiger, yeah. this is certainly not... It's on the lower end. Yeah. Exactly. Or it feels that way, at least. Just a different style, I think. And you're going to get a lot of those, like, hitting a concrete bag sound when people get punched. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm anticipating... I want to see someone get thrown into a ceiling fan. I'm in, oh, yeah. I expect like a low ceiling fan to be involved somehow. No air conditioning in this roadhouse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. No, it's sweaty and gross. Doesn't matter what time of year it is. I'm anticipating a lot of neon reflection. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It does, bar does, signs will it have or, a neon marquee or sign? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if... On the inside, I feel like it'll have like the standard Bud Light, Budweiser, cores, like neon signs that bars would have. Yeah. But, oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Actually, I may already know that answer because I think I've seen the cover. I well, I have the cover of the yeah. box at home, and it is in a bluish, stylized mm. looking neon sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I anticipate a lot of colorful characters bikers, vagabonds, you know, just people. Ne'er do wells. Ne'er do wells, yep. Someone's going to owe somebody money for something. I can almost guarantee it. There's some sort of exchange. Yeah, or just like a. I thought I told you never to come back here until you give me my 50 bucks. A lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen. But yeah, I, I am excited to uh, to sit down and, and watch this because, uh, Bridget, this is one of your favorite movies. This is your this is your birthday episode, so happy birthday Thank to you. Thank you. Happy birthday. Um, Johnny's birthday episode we did a couple weeks ago with The Master, so this is your birthday episode. A little bit of almost back-to-back birthdays. But yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that because you've been very excited to show this to us. It's been on the list for a while. I think it was an early text where you're like, what? I, Neither of you? Oh my God. <laughs> I, I love this movie so much. Um, it's one that I can throw on at any time and it will make me immeasurably happy. I wish I could live in this movie a little bit. How are your kicks? Uh Pretty good. Okay. I feel like I could kick with the best of them. <laughs> there better be a kick in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I think there's got to be there, Oh, yeah. Swayze's legs are very kick-worthy. Yeah. He's got long... And with the denim, which I assume he's wearing the denim. Yeah. So you're just going to see the whole leg doing kicks. Oh, yeah. And the shirt's tucked in, so you see more of the leg, yeah, more of, of the pants. Yeah. Pant Assuming it hasn't been ripped off in the, right. in the fight that leads up to the kicks. Yeah, this is the heyday of 501s and... Just mm-hmm. the ultimate pant to do a high kick in. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, and we've sort of, we've discussed various movies on the spectrum of you know, there are films and then there are flicks. Mm-hmm. This is the ultimate flick. Yes, I love flicks. Mm. Big thing. Now, when did you first see this movie? Because obviously this holds a very special place for you. How long has it held that spot? Um, Two months. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> um, I think I saw it when I was in college and was just absolutely captivated by it. And I could not believe at the time, even though now I, like, I was relatively young, but I felt like I can't believe I've gone my whole life and not seen this movie. I've been denied something. This is wrong. This movie came out in 89. I had to wait till now to see it. So 
it's been with me most of my adult life. Okay. And I think about it frequently. I've brought tactics from this movie into my professional life. Oh, wow. You're just kicking, kicking everything. <laughs> a lot of kicks. Um, I just, I love it. And I'm also, you know, a dirty dancing girl, too. I love this movie as a dirty, like, more than dirty dancing. It's my favorite Patrick Swayze movie. Huh? It's his ultimate greatest role. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll draw that line in the sand. Very interesting. Johnny, what's your favorite Patrick Swayze movie? <laughs> I was trying to think about it on the way over here. I don't think I've seen more than, like, Encounter My Hand. Maybe even less. I think I've seen... We watched Dirty one Dancing. recently. We watched one we watched recently. recently, yep. Yeah. So that one, Dirty Dancing. Outsiders. Okay, I have seen Red The Outsiders. Dawn. Donnie Darko. <laughs> Donnie Darko. I think we, brought, we did talk yeah. about that during Point Break, too. Because we were like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Ghost. Ghost. I guess I had maybe... The player. Have... He's in one of those uncredited cameos somewhere. Oh, okay, <laughs> He's <you're> right. Somewhere <laughs> He's somewhere in one of them scenes, background of something. All right, so maybe I've seen. We're going on to the second hand, maybe, but yeah, yeah. I don't. I I'm, I'm excited because you say this is his best. His best. His work. best. His best work. So his I'm excited there. Yeah, because I think everything else I've seen him in has been sort of like these dramatic roles and not being the protagonist, which I believe he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I want to. I want to turn into a Swayze fan after tonight. I'm it, excited. We're gonna we're gonna make you a new man. Now, <laughs> oh yeah. Th- has has there been like any sequels to this? Is it just a standalone? I believe when I was doing some research this morning, there is a sequel, but it was direct to video, I believe, and not any related characters. And not Swayze. Not Swayze. Okay. For some reason, when I think about this movie, even though I I have an idea and a picture in my head of what's going to transpire, but is isn't there like a somewhat like loosely based sequel ish where it's they're kind of basically completely uh, ripped it off, which was like a like a, the Rod Dwayne Johnson movie or something, or there's a movie where he's sort of like protecting like a roadhouse bar or something like that. Oh, is it Walking Tall? Or yeah, that's the one. one yeah, of those Sean William Scott and or Johnny Knoxville movie. Yeah, I think of movie. that. Okay. I haven't seen it, so I I can't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you how how closely they hew together. Right, because you know sometimes people are like, "Oh, let's do a sequel to this property," and maybe the studio doesn't own it. And they're like, "Let's just fucking rip it off and just like, <laughs> if it worked back then, let's work it now with like a new person." But and we, I, I don't know if Swayze's like law enforcement or he's just like a drifter. I hope We're he's just a drifter. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. So just to clarify your the answer to your question, Johnny, there is a sequel. It was directed to DVD in two thousand six. Very loosely associated. No, no returning characters. No nothing. Um, there was also an off Broadway musical. Um, that's full title was. Roadhouse, the stage version of the cinema classic that starred Patrick Swayze, except this one stars Ty Mac from the 80s cult classic The Last Dragon wearing a blonde mullet wig. That is the full title of the musical. So I'm nauseous. I love it. Um, and apparently there was a, a remake in the works at one point starring Ronda Rousey as 
the Roadhouse, <sighs> if that's the name of the character. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. The titular House? character. Yeah, the titular character, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> House, Roadhouse. So either she's voicing the bar or she's the she's Patrick Swayze. She's voicing Swayze. the bar. <laughs> <laughs> she's the Patrick Swayze character. I don't know, but that was. She's going to have to change her name canceled. to Rhoda Housey. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Yeah. Roundhouse Rosie. Yeah. That would be the new character name in the movie. <laughs> Listen, there's been other starring vehicles about a character named Rhoda, so it works. Yeah. You could That's easily do it. True. No one would bat an eye. They'd be like, you know what? That makes sense. Housey's a fine last name. Rhoda Housey. Got it. <laughs> no one would appreciate right. that. No one would see it. But everyone would be like, I see what they were going for. It's stupid, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope they never touch this movie. It's perfect as it is. We don't need... If you want to watch Roadhouse in 2021, grab your VCR and put on Roadhouse from 1989. Do you have a copy of this on VHS, Johnny? I do. Did you bring it? No. Darn. That's okay. Sorry. We'll have to watch it in HD, I guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, obviously, Bridget, you don't want to give out too much information. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm bursting at the seams. Okay. I'm so excited. But is there anything else that you want to go over with us? Or Johnny, any other thoughts that you have about this? I know we don't like to write the movie ahead of time, but any any predictions or anything in particular you want to see, given the very little that we know or have joked about or discussed thus far? I don't know what this is based on, but I feel like this is a movie that takes place just over one day or just like, it just, it doesn't happen over a weekend or a week. It just... In the morning, the bar opens up and shit just sits the fan. It's like 24. Um, literally hits the fan. <laughs> 24? Yeah. It's like training day. But uh, I expect to, I expect a glass to be broken in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm expecting like a slow panning shot, either like entering the bar or like up from the ground as shit's going amok. Oh yeah, we got, I gotta see the boots and then Swayze the reveal. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I want. I don't, that's how I want, I want the, the camera to ride those those five hundred ones all the way yes. up. Yes, just the hem, just go right up. Oh, like, yeah, right up the seam. Yeah, <laughs> not the inseam. We don't. Need not that. the inseam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the well, outside. Well, I mean, well, okay. Depending on the bridge, we'll give you the inseam. It's her birthday. I'll give you the yeah. inseam. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, then, all right. I guess it's it... it's time. So, what do you both have to say for yourselves? Fine. Fine. I'll, I'll watch, watch it. it.
and we are back. We just finished cinematic masterpiece Roadhouse, starring Patrick Swayze, Sam Elliott. Gentlemen, how do we feel? Uh, that was the best episode of Bar Rescue I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> By far. Yeah. Adam? That was great. That was a lot of fun. That had Flick written all over it. You were absolutely right. What a hoot. The king of flicks, yeah. <laughs> what a hoot. King of kicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> king of kicks, absolutely. It threw us for a loop at the beginning, I will say that. Uh, it was not, it wasn't really what I expected in terms of the plot. Like, I didn't expect small town mafia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of, I was starting to laugh a little bit because there were so many little things that you guys were talking about, like the tracking shot of the shoes yeah. going into the bar. Um, they were women's though. They, they, they were. were it was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> flip the script. Flip the script. Yeah. Um, it just you guys were naming so many things that I knew. I'm like, they're gonna see it in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. And then the rest, like when a monster truck gets driven through Ford a, dealership, a Ford dealership gets to be gravy. Um, yeah. Yay! I'm glad. Yeah, because we got it all right in the very beginning. We got we got the tracking shot up from the shoes. Neon sign. I mean, granted, glass the, breaking, yeah. peanuts on the floor, the cage, lots jeans. of jeans, <laughs> lots of jeans, jean on jean. Whatever that weird like karate gi blouse shirt yes. that he wears. I've not. <laughs> I never noticed that until this watch. That was super I would weird. love that blouse. Well, because I looked I'll at it at first and work. I was like, is he wearing a short sleeve karate gi? And then it was like flowing in the breeze, and I was like, no, it's a blouse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not a shirt. It is a blouse. Yeah, there's no buttons on it. Um, Yeah, but that first like hop in club casino type thing, Johnny was like, "This is not what I pictured. Like this is this is not the dive bar side of the the mask or something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Copacabana. The Copacabana. Yeah. Yeah. There's still a little bit of flavor though. We start off with a man just kicking a woman in the crotch very aggressively. He. I thought he was kicking the stool. I have always. I mean, it looks like he's kicking her in the crotch, like, yeah. right in the crotch. But the stu- I think the stool comes like back up, or the stool goes over with her, so it's hard to tell. Like, did he kick the stool or did he kick her right in the crotch? I, I choose to believe in the crotch mm. shot. Fair. Yeah, he this tries movie to... is about gender parity. If you're a woman, you can be a doctor and you can get kicked in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> so progressive for next. Very progressive. <laughs> um, not what you expected initially. When we open up and we meet our main character. No, I yeah, I didn't I didn't peg him for like a bouncer. I didn't think that this was gonna be like Johnny said, it's it's a bar rescue. Like it that's is, it that's, is, yeah. that's quite literally the plot, and I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be either a patron or like the owner or the he's the guy no one wants to tumble with in town until somebody comes through. Like I expected him not to be the fish out of water the way that he was. Mm-hmm. But it was cool to see, like, that he's just, like, the best in the biz at just shutting shit down before it gets out of hand. Right, right. I love, like, little things, too, about, like, him just, like, he drives a Mercedes there and, like, essentially garages it and buys, like, a beater. Like, what's going on right now? And then, like, so many things come back later on in this movie that are just fantastic. If you see something, it eventually pays off in this movie. Because Uh, I think the first sense we get of that is when he goes to leave... And he just throws the keys to that, like, 
dude sitting on the side of the road where he's like, what do you think I have a valet? And he's like, no, just keep it. Oh, to the last beater that he had from yeah, the like, time that he was there. His okay, re- yeah, his res- just, residency car. Yeah, okay, cool. He's just getting rid of his yeah. car. That's weird. But then he unsheaths the Mercedes in the parking garage and he's off to the next town to buy his next beater. And then the way that pays off with the very first time he walks out and he's got... I'd probably at least all four, if not just the two tires slashed with the knife still present. Uh, he's got the windshield busted. He's just like, uh, same, you know, new town, yeah. same old shit. He's already, yeah. got, he's already got all the new tires in the back in the truck yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, because you see him just like, I love the tip of the cap from the tire guy. Like, okay, whatever, man. You want <laughs> four brand new tires in the right. back seat. Okay, good, good on you, man. Yeah. But then it comes off and it pays off in a big way. But yeah, the opening scene of the old... Double Deuce is awesome. <laughs> it's so good. Don't you want to go there? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a great Street Fighter level. Oh, it's yeah. like I was when I was watching this, I was like, this movie would make such a great pinball machine. Oh, oh it would. Really like it would make a really good pinball machine. I mean, it wouldn't make a bad regular fighting video. No, it wouldn't either. either. But I was like, this would but actually the like, pinball. Like, the, yeah, and using all like the pain don't hurt and yeah. like <laughs> the boss line, like. Yeah, you're a bleeder. You're a bleeder. <laughs> you're too stupid to have fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd have oh, one of those, like, bluesy tracks in there. Oh, absolutely. All the kicks and yeah. punches and everything. It'd be mm-hmm. perfect. Like, yeah. one of the things could be, like, a, just a chair falling over. Oh, yeah, all of it. Or a glass breaking. Yeah. Yep. You get four balls in the row. It's like, you slashed the tires. <laughs> 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 yeah, normally you don't hear that. You always hear, this would make a good video game. But you never, ever hear, this would make a great pinball machine. Yeah, yeah. But this one absolutely would. Hold on, I need to look it yeah, up. Yeah, I want to check. You have to. See, I need yeah. to check. Roadhouse pinball. Oh, that was the other thing. The band behind the cage. Oh yeah. Oh, when fantastic. you guys mentioned that, I was like, Yeah, I know. We're like basically we've seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, because that's such a staple of a dive bar, like True. in a movie. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to a dive. Been to some dive bars, but never one that had that. But that's just in my head when I picture like the seediest roadside. You know, and knowing there's going to be a lot of kicks in it, I'm predicting fights. I just see chicken wire cage or chain yeah. fence cage because you got to catch those glass bottles that are just getting thrown by anybody and everybody. Yeah. And the lead guitar guy is blind, so he can't even duck. Yeah. <laughs> Did not see that coming. I didn't, I couldn't even, I didn't even know he was blind until they said it. Like, granted, oh. you could tell afterwards, but yeah. not like yeah. in the first shot where he's just playing. I just thought he was playing a slide guitar. Like, I didn't even think about it as. That's the easier way for a black man to play. Great house band. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. And then, like, the waitress that turns into the singer for that one song, she was great. What, the one that looked like Rashida Jones or something? Yeah, the one yeah. with yeah. the bangs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bull cut. Yeah. She just kind of disappeared. Did, did she die or something? No. No, she's around. It seemed like they kind of, like, were insinuating that she might be a love interest. She might be... A little more important, and then all of a sudden she just completely drops off the movie. Or like a kooky best friend at the very least. Yeah. Like someone to be like, you know, oh man, let me show you the ropes of this place kind of thing. Rather than him just coming in and being like, I figured the whole thing out. That person's stealing, that person's dealing yeah. drugs. I, pe- I pegged this whole group. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, like she's just bringing cooler. him coffee and everything. <laughs> um, now, she may have been more fleshed out in the original version. Oh, there's different cuts? There's... Do we watch the original? Is this well, like Blade Runner where there's no, no, like no. five different cuts of this? There, thing? there are scenes that were cut. It's never been released, but there's at least fifty additional minutes of Roadhouse that have, <laughs> that 
get, we have missed out. Exactly. Who do I need to? Who do I need to tweet at? I don't who, know. who do I need to direct the listeners to tweet to? Is it Rowdy Harrington? I, that's the other thing. The director's first name is Rowdy. Rowdy. I know. I love it. Um, he directed nothing else, from what I can see. Because when you make your masterpiece, yeah, that's it. Do? Yeah. Yeah. I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs> you go hang my hat up. I'm retired. I'm no longer rowdy. Yeah. So she, but she may have gotten, and I forget what that character's name is. She may have gotten more of a fleshed out she may have cut, yeah. role in that instead of just, you know, because I can see her being like, like, yeah. And, and being mesmerized. She's like, whoa. I think Carrie maybe is her name. I think that's right. Yeah. I can only see her picture of what she looks like now, uh, but. Is she still has the bangs and the, the, the when same you find haircut. a look that works for you, yeah. Yeah. stick with it. Yeah, she is there at the uh, at the monster truck scene because she's one That's of the because right. the whole town is there because it's like the big right, right. wagoneer blowout or whatever it is, whatever special. <laughs> the it's like there's, a big, there's a big banner that just says like wagon something. So like clearly they're having some kind of deal on station <sighs> wagons at the Ford dealership. But she's still there as one of the people who's like, oh, no, not right, the Fords. Right. <laughs> yeah, but even in that scene, the monster truck comes back. Everything comes back. You'd think like, oh, man, this guy is just the most ostentatious monster truck. Why would you ever have that? Like, what's the it's point like of that? like Kessel's gun. You gotta see. Dude, yeah. 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 And Chekhov's monster truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have Chekhov's monster truck, uh, Chekhov's knife. Chekhov's everything mm-hmm. in this movie. Checking off the list. Yeah. yeah. And everyone, and I, I know I, you guys already heard me a few, few times say this, but everyone has such a unique look. In the <laughs> everyone does. There are no characters that are similar. Everybody is just a little bit iconoclastic in some way. In some way. Yeah, like I'm trying to go through, like, obviously a lot of the bar patrons are similar, but they're just no-name extras in the background who are, right. you know, bikers or rock dudes or prostitutes or whatever. But yeah, each of the, like, ones with lines are all just the slightest bit different. Starting with, like, the very first hooligan who's wearing, like, a members-only jacket or, like, a Miami Vice blazer. I don't remember which one, but he's, like, Kind of dressed up and fancy for a guy who grabs a pair of scissors and tries to stab Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's your favorite extra town person? Town person. Or like, let's say one off bar patron. Hmm. We can like kind of move up. I, I, I like the guy that like looked like Weird Al and he ended up being like the one causing the most trouble at the bar. He had like a knife or whatever and he had like the Tommy Bahama shirt. Yeah, and he got like kicked out really early on. Oh, he got yeah, his ass yeah. fucking like handed to him. Yeah, like that was the first time I think we see Dalton like kick someone's ass. That's right. Yeah, because the first guy he just says, "Take him outside, I'll fight yeah. you," and then they don't. Yeah, it's the guy who has his girl. She wants to dance. Yeah, yeah. There's just so many of them. He has a shit rock too. The way he smashes his Dalton smashes his face into the table, but only half the table breaks. So the girl is still standing, standing. on the table, but yeah. half that hit his face. Yeah, just broken. He's just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, come down, take my hand. What a gentleman, so polite, so polite. Oh, my favorite one-off bar patron is the guy who, when the when Dalton first gets the double deuce and there, like the absolute brawl sticks out. The guy who's just sitting at the bar giggling to himself, who then gets impaled by the bottle that the woman throws. Oh, he needed a bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's <was> great. 
There's so many morons that just laugh in this movie. Like, they don't have any lines. They're like the Lion King hyenas. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That would be me. I would be so overjoyed to be transplanted into the double deuce. That's another thing I was thinking about watching this movie. Like, I would like to see a cut, even though there's so many great lines in this movie, where you cut all the dialogue out and you're just watching. Because it's such a visual movie that you could probably still follow what's going on. Mm-hmm. If you made it a silent film. Yeah, exactly. You'd still have Swayze's ass. You'd still have all And these... occasional caption cards that say, like, exactly. You're a bleeder, you bleed too much. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 50 more minutes. 50 more minutes. Wow. 50 minutes on the cutting room floor. Also, I got really excited just to touch back on the pinball machine thing that when I typed in Roadhouse Pinball, a bunch of things came up and I got really excited, but they're all Roadshow Pinball Machines. Oh, damn it. So there's nothing. Not that I could see. Wow. The only thing that you might be able to get is like, I wonder if there's like one of those, you know, they make like the, they're not a real pinball machine, but it's like the screen. Yeah. Like it is pinball. But and like it has all the same bells and whistles or whatever. You right. might get one of those because they have a lot of licensed ones for that. But nothing that I could see in a in a brief damn brief Google. And there's no video game like no like NES like side scroller. No, it wasn't successful enough. Really, you can imagine. Yeah, oh. it was a bit of a box office disappointment, but it gained traction on VHS and on like cable replays. Damn. Yeah. Budget of fifteen million and a box office of thirty million. Ouch! That's yeah. crazy. I forget what was the tagline because it came out a couple years after Dirty Dancing, and some of the marketing that they did, they were trying to, you know, capture a female audience yeah. and it, like really pushing like here's Patrick Swayze. Um, God, I'm gonna try to find the. I should have written it down. What is it? Just like Dirty Dancing and fucking. I, I like because that sex scene was bizarre. Which, which one? Uh, <laughs> the orgy at the pool, or <laughs> oh my god, that was such a banger! <laughs> or the one in the barn, oh, one the, in the, the barn, one on in the, the barn, or the one on the roof of the barn? No, the one, the in, one the barn. in the pond at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, the one where he's essentially just dancing with her, and he's just like inside of her, like they're yeah. not even like fucking. Yeah, and Otis Redding is playing. Uh, yeah, <sighs> I love that. You know, it starts off all you know, like the ten- they're building the tension, they're building the tension. Right, like, they're about to kiss and they're not kissing, and she puts her hands like on his like shoulders and chest area, and then he's just like, no. They're on my dick now. Yeah, yeah. He just pulls them both, and she's like, she looks like she's fighting it, but she's clearly not. And then it's, and then yeah, then he's inside of her, and it's then just, it, it's so bizarre. And then it cuts to her asleep or waking up with the sheet over her, and he's just buck ass naked on the like roof, smoking a cigarette, smoking yeah. a cigarette, and you just see his ass for the second time. Uh, just great stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so many good frames in this fucking movie. <laughs> a lot of good cuts. You were just, every time there was a cut, you were I, like, I, I couldn't believe it. It was so awesome. <laughs> to a monster truck, to a banging pool party, to a polar bear, to a just... The guy holding pee in the hospital. Dude, like yeah. man with his little sample cup of urine. Oh, yeah. Take. The monkeys. The there see was... no evils, uh, speak no evil monkey statue. <laughs> oh. I think there are at least two different cuts to monkey statues, because there's the first one we were all laughing. It was just but... the monkey, and then the other one was the monkey... See no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. Yeah. If you, if you notice it, it was like the monkey's doing this. and That was at the end yeah. when the, the guy wasn't sure if he was going to say yeah. anything to the cops. Right. Did you see anything, Tigger? <laughs> Cut to the monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. 
I may have blown the smog up our ass. Yeah, because the original cut of the movie was three hours and twenty minutes long, which Uh-oh. means there's more Another, than an hour. <laughs> there's a whole other movie. Because <laughs> this is just under two. It's yeah. like 154. Yeah. Um, some of the deleted scenes include Dalton making the other bouncers wear ballet outfits and dance as part of their training. Uh, That's to pull on the dirty dancing crowd. Yep. More Carrie scenes were deleted. More Wade. That was Sam Elliott, right? Yeah. Yep. That was a good reveal. Yeah, we both were like, I didn't recognize him until he started talking. Yeah. No, right, I figured we were going to have like a Dark Knight situation on our hands where he just goes to the wrong place or whatever, and it's like the different person or whatever, but... Yeah, or like that would be somehow, a he would be a big bad, or he would be the guy brought in as right. like, yeah, the evil Dalton. <laughs> the evil Dalton. <laughs> the yeah. evil Dalton. I'm just not used to seeing him with a full beard, I don't think. Like he had a... It was scruffy, but I'm used to the Sam Elliott with a mustache. The very distinct mustache. But as soon as he opens his mouth and he's got that, like, you know, talking out of the side a little bit, you're like, okay, I know who this is. Any other good tales from the director's cut? Um, Let me go back. There's a scene of Wesley in the bar after Red's shop has exploded, telling Dalton, Red, and the others, I guess you'll be having that fire sale now, huh, Red? Um, more Keith David. Um, Dave, that was his name. Thank you. Yep. Uh, more fights in the Double Deuce. We see more of the Sheriff. A lot more of Wade. So. Gotta see if this director's on Twitter. <laughs> right. It like, sir? Excuse me. What do I have to do? <laughs> yeah. Like, I won't disperse it. I won't give it out. But I need to see it. Like, I absolutely need to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. You could be get rowdy. You could be a guest on the show just to come on and talk about the experience of making this. And we'll watch the director's cut together. Just come on. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it. I don't know how we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Great. Oh, the film's original tagline was, the dancing o- is over. Now it gets dirty. Yeah, it does. <laughs> It's it a lot more trashier than I thought. Like, oh, I thought, it's it's very trashy. I thought like I don't know, like I I figured like the action and everything, but all of a sudden it's like a lot of boobs, a lot of boobs, wet g-string contest, the wet g-string contest, yeah. the lawn orgy, as we've already touched Pubic on, pubic hair. Yep. Um, <laughs> Sam Elliott unzipping his pants. Like, there's mm-hmm. just a lot. Patrick Swayze butt. Yeah. Patrick Swayze's butt. I love this movie so much. It's a lot like gorier and bloodier than I thought it was going to be too. Yeah. Yep. Like I figured it would get slapped with the R rating because fucks. Yeah, and it's set in, to yeah, in, yeah. No, you get some serious blood. You get some pretty serious deaths. Uh, a lot of stab wounds. A lot of slicing. Stab wounds. Someone's literal throat gets ripped out. I'm so glad that came around. Yeah. Chekhov's throat ripping. Yeah, basically, yeah, really. Because that could have just been like, oh, something that fell into legend and you never would have seen it. Yeah. And then like the actual see it. Yeah. Super satisfying. Oh, yeah. And that fight just went went on for a while. It it goes on for a while. And you really want him to 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 give him the business. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he gets, like, Dalton gets his licks. Like, he gets hit pretty good. Like, he's on the ropes. And it's not until he forces him to kick that tree where he's able to, like, 
snap the leg. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when they, cause when they mentioned it, it was very much in the, Oh, I hear he killed the man. Like, Oh, I hear he did this. Oh my God. I, you know, so it is that. Yeah. Legendary. Rumor has a telephone, whatever. Yeah. 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 And at a time with no internet, like they even mention in the, the diner where Doc's yeah. dancing with Wade that like, you know, uh, or no, it's, i it's when he goes to meet, um, the bad guy where he's like, Oh, in court, Turns out you said it was self-defense or whatever. So, like, that comes around. Yeah, there's multiple um, references to what happens in Memphis. Mm -hmm. And we know that he's killed a man, but we don't know how. Yeah. Until. Yeah, and just, like, the little teases of it where, oh, I heard it was self-defense. And then the diner one, which was what I was thinking of, when he's like, you know, when there's a gun in your face, you got two choices. You, you know, you kill him or you die. Yeah. And then when... Um, what's the, I don't remember the fighter's name, Jerry or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or Jesse or something. Something with a Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. The guy with the black curly hair. The black curly. Yeah. The one who is asking about next to the lake. Yeah. Okay. Dalton. Dalton's evil twin with the, the The single cross earring. Yeah. When he pulls the gun out of his boot, I was like, oh shit. Dalton's about to kill this guy because we we know when there's a gun in your face, you either die. And there's yeah. no way Dalton's going to die. Not like here, that, yeah. at least. Yeah. There's got to be at least one more going out in a blaze of glory kind of thing. Like, I still thought he could die by the end of it, but it would be taking out Wesley with him. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, the bomb's about to go off in the next place that Wesley rigged it. And you're I'm keeping you in here and we both go. Like, I didn't necessarily think he was going to make it out of the movie, but not. Not there, so I right, knew he was going right. to do it, but I did not expect throat cut. I thought drown him in the lake is yeah. what was probably going to happen, or the guy he just saved had a rifle in the truck and he shoots him, or you know something like that that kind of makes Dalton not responsible. The way that we get it at the end, I thought we would get something like that with Jimmy too. So I was really surprised when he just like, and you see it, like you see the throat yeah. kind of like open. Yeah. And when Doc goes to check on him... I don't know why she did that. I didn't understand her real motivation there. I mean... She's a doctor. She can't let someone die. It's one of those... Like, she probably was like, oh, I'll save him, and then the cops will come, and we'll take care of it. Like, that was my assumption. Yeah, yeah, As a doctor, her instinct is to save a person from drowning. And then her face, when she sees the throat is removed, is just, like, horrified, but also sad, because her boyfriend just murdered a dude in front of her. I know he just tried to kill you, but we're in a fight now. (laughs) I mean, I get her justification a bit. You know, you don't want the person that you're into to be any kind of killer, whether it's justified or not. Especially considering she used to be with an actual killer. True. You know, she she doesn't pick the best ones, as she says earlier. She might have some connection to the guy. Yeah. True. I see, but I'm just more so on. I'm in the Wade Garrett territory of you just have to do what you have to do, yeah. and then you gotta cut it the fuck loose. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene of them in the diner. I just, I think it's the perfect picture of friendship. Mm-hmm. Like you've known this person forever, you know their hangups. You're just trying to like. Talk him off the ledge. Shake him out of whatever funk yeah. he's in. I thought there was going to be like a morning threesome, to be quite honest with you. Did, well, <laughs> that uh, that's the other thing. <laughs> Is that part of the 50 minutes? He, you, if Sam Elliott if you see was ass, pulled me yeah. into to have a slow dance with him to all my exes live in Texas, forget it. <laughs> forget it. 
See you later, Patrick. Yeah. It's been nice knowing you. It might not be in the director's cut, Johnny, but it may be in the comic book, All Fucked Up Tales from Roadhouse, a mini-comic with six erotic fan fiction comics based on the film. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is that real? I read that on the Wikipedia, and I was just waiting for the perfect moment to drop it in. And you saying early morning diner threesome was the perfect opportunity. Bridget's beside herself. But yeah, apparently, what? Julia Griff... Oh, I can't... It's- Make a really good graphic comic, a graphic novel. Yeah, Julia yeah. Griffarer, Sean T. Collins, and Gretchen Felker Martin made All Fucked Up Tales from Roadhouse, a mini comic with six erotic fan fiction comics based on the film. So. How do you not have these behind glass? <laughs> Listen, you got a birthday coming up, Bridget. Here we go. Uh, right? <laughs> Let's put a pin in that one. Um, holy shit. Oh, you, oh my god. You have to see the cover. I'm going to tweet out the cover later. It's available on Etsy for $5. What a steal. That is a steal. Hold on. Oh my goodness. Do you see that? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Hold on, please. Yeah. Take out the first piece of plastic you have in your in your wallet. Yeah. Or what is the, what's the uh, what's the guy say when he's throwing down the credit card? He's like, got some gold plastic right here yeah. for you. <laughs> Take it out of the Amex. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I know it's an audio-only medium, but I, w- I will I will make sure to tweet out that photo of the cover from this thing. So we're gonna send some business their way. Absolutely. First review is shipped fast. Super fun. I love it. Thank you. Erotic tales from the Roadhouse expanded universe zine. Holy shit! I mean, I could. It's there's a it lists all of the relations in here if you guys but i don't want to i don't want to spoil it beforehand so yeah i would have thought there would definitely be more media that would be spawned from this movie see but it's so iconic is there a soundtrack but, can you buy the soundtrack uh, oh yeah this yeah the soundtrack is yeah yeah it's roadhouse blues blue monday i'm torn down couple of hoochie coochie man yeah wow ready to ship in one to two weeks Ready to we'll go. check back in yeah. when it arrives. The, the one like screenshot, <laughs> which I did. <laughs> the uh, the cover text, which I saw as I scrolled through the picture, says it's time to stop constructing intricate rituals, Miho, and allow yourself to touch the skin of other men. <laughs> Dude, it's just hot. Wade and Dalton in that like hand grip. Ugh. That shit's too funny. Oh my god. I'm glad we could discover this. <laughs> Brian's going to be furious when he opens that package. He's going to think it's some like fun thing and it's just... He'll be like, oh, more erotic. ethernet cables. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. It's my new, it's my new picks for <laughs> my guitar. No, it's erotic fan fiction. For yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. How do we bring it back from that? I, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. That I was really... such a divergent. I didn't... I didn't know it was going to go that way. <laughs> um, do we ha- do you guys have a favorite henchman? I mean, the the cross-earing guy, Jimmy, is like it's pretty badass. Yeah. 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 Um, but I do love the big dude. Only the, the guy who just cuz he gets scared of the polar bear. <laughs> yeah, that dude is just ridiculous and he just kept reminding me of the guy who plays um Richard Jewell. Oh yeah. yeah, he looks like him a lot. He does yeah. kind of look like, and so I was the whole time I was like, "Oh man, if they remake this and that guy is not cast as this dude, 
forget it. Like, that's the only yeah. way I'd be on board with a remake, is if that guy gets to play <laughs> yeah. a henchman because I need it. Or he can play the big, like, chubby dude that is a bouncer, too, to get Yeah, the, those two can be in more screen time. Yeah. Um, but that guy was pretty funny. But only just because he reminds me of uh, Paul Walter Hauser, is his name. No, my favorite fight guy, though, is the one who comes in with a knife on his shoe. Oh, yeah. And Patrick Swayze immediately identifies it, anticipates <laughs> that first kick, and then, like, snaps his ankle. And pulls him yeah, out. He, fold, he folds, like, a fake leg back. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And I love the little animated sheen on the knife, too. It's oh. perfect. Yeah. Check the, out his boot. <laughs> and then he throws the boot, like, onto the roof, just so the guy can't get it back. He can't, like, pick it up at the end of the scuffle and be like, I'm gonna, I'll be back for you. No. <laughs> no. Now look at you. Yeah. Now you got go. no shoes. Yeah. You loser. No, that guy was great. The dude with the monster truck is funny, only because, like, he just keeps thinking he's badass and then gets his ass whooped at every turn. I did feel bad for the, uh, the weak guy who got, it, you know, his shit kicked by Wesley. Like the oh. One, the one he doesn't believe is, apolo- like, his apologies or whatever. Yep. He's not quick enough. He's not fast enough with mm-hmm. his apology. Yep. He bleeds too much. Mm-hmm. We get the return of uh, Tiny Ron, who we saw in The Rocketeer. He was the guy with the ugly face. Like, the the murderer with the ugly face. <gasps> oh! oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, now I remember that. Yep. He was also in Ace Ventura, so I know we talked about him. Just because his name is Tiny Ron. Tiny Ron. That's why when I saw it, I was like, wait a minute, why do I know Tiny Ron? I've definitely talked about Tiny Ron before. <laughs> Have either of you been in a bar fight? No. I mean, yeah, I'm a badass. <laughs> you know, obviously. I mean, close to one, but that was just like shit talking back and forth. Yeah. yeah, that's the closest I've ever come is a lot of shit talking and then cooler heads either prevailing or someone just pushing the other one out away and, and someone, gone into the night. Yeah. I mean, in college, yeah. when we had like a bad group come over our house or whatever, we'd get in like scuffles or whatever. Yeah. It's like shoving people out of the house, but. Yeah. No, I've def- there's been a lot of, like, if you don't leave right now, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to, like, it's all not right. yeah. it's not what you're not worth my time. <laughs> I, I don't want to get my ass kicked, but also, like, you're not you're not worth me attempting to try to see if I could be you or not. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm no Swayze. I don't practice like that in the barn. <laughs> You don't have a rope set up? No, I don't do any Oh my god, the way he climbs it up and just continues to fight something else. Yeah. Yeah, he's got like the duffel bag filled with sand that's just hanging there. So ripped. Oh my god. Out of control. Out of control. Like... But I thought he'd be bigger. I thought he'd be bigger. (laughs) Yeah. How? Well, I mean, bouncers, you typically think of a dude that's like... I don't know how tall Patrick Swayze is, but you gotta figure... Most most of your bouncers you think are like 6'6". 300 pounds of either muscle or fat, depending on which version you want to go with. Or like a, you know, a small stocked dude where he's just like lean. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't think of him as the the country's most incredible bouncer that's known in multiple states. Yeah, because he's like, he's definitely like a John Taffer, like, (laughs) sort of like. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows him. He's He's flipped a lot of bars. I love... I love the speech he gives, like, when he fires yeah. a couple people when he mm-hmm. first comes in. We serve drinks, not drugs. You're out of here. You're out of here. I love how the boss just has their papers and their check, like, ready to go. Mm-hmm. He gives the rules, you know, 
above all, be nice. And, like, that's something that, like, when I've had to manage people, like, in dealing with tricky situations, I always would tell people, like, be nice. But what if, when, when I'm like, be nice until I tell you it's time to not be nice. Yeah. And I, I will ask. do, like, the, I will kick them out of the museum or do whatever, like. Yeah, I'll give you the wait nod. for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't do anything. Ever. Yeah, I was going to ask what that. life lessons you said you learned that oh, you applied. The, I applied that. <laughs> Little um, brownhouse kick someone out of Mark Twain house. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, the three rules are never underestimate, always anticipate the unanticipatable. Yep, they um, are going to try to sit on the furniture. Just know that. Like, if you think that a tour is going to go well, stop it. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> Take Plan it for outside. the worst. Take it outside. Take it outside. Everybody's got to leave. Yeah. And then be nice. Be so those nice. are his three rules for flipping bars. Be nice. That also has another great line that when one of them is questioning him, like, what if they call me a cocksucker? Doesn't mean anything. It's just a compound noun. Yeah. What if they say my mom's a whore? Is she? That like, a great line Like, now. just like. When I love the dude's turn of like, everyone's laughing and he kind of like smiles and then he snaps whatever like tiny little thing he has in his hand and is like call my mom a whore <laughs> too thick he ripped like a tiny piece of paper so yeah. Like, yeah. he's like damn it yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. everybody's acting to the back row yeah it's good stuff my favorite little moment in the double deuce though is I think it's the first night when you see the owner and he's walking through and there's the sign on the wall that says good <laughs> fuck call this number and he writes like good Buick. He like he turns the word fuck into the word Buick. Yeah, for a good Buick call. <laughs> Imagine picking up on the other end and being like, you're like, hi, do you still have the Buick available? And it's like, what no? Like I'm a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but oh, is the I'm car sorry. there? No, there's no car. Alright. Okay, well then how much do you charge to be a prostitute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, for all the things that he blew up in the movie, I kind of wanted at least one of his things to be blown up, like something that he cherished, like the monster truck or like yeah. the house or the helicopter that was mm-hmm. rattling the horses all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that would have been a good indicator of like, oh, okay, dude, shit's coming to your doorstep now because something you love got blown up. Right. Like, yeah. your comeuppance is coming. He I does mean, get blasted to hell, though. He does, which is super satisfying. It is. Because you're waiting that whole time. You're like... Somebody's got to go through that glass coffee table. Oh, yeah. Somebody needs to go through that glass coffee table. Check off glass coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm glad it was like the whole town just like. Yeah. The camaraderie of other business owners because we got the dude from the Ford dealership. We get Red from the auto shop. We get uh, whoever the whatever the dude's name is that owns the Tillman is his name, I guess. And then the manager of the Double Deuce, I think. Well, that's Tillman. Oh, okay. the manager of the Double Deuce. And then, oh, the guy who owns the barn yep. is the other one there. Right. Because his barn gets blown to shit. Yeah. But I love the, like, firing squad aspect of, like, no one knows who got the kill shot. Could have been anybody. Could have been the glass coffee table that broke. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. He's collected all the shotguns and puts them somewhere. Just like, yeah. give me those. Yeah, I was uh, expecting him to, like, throw it in an open fireplace or something, not just, like, hide it in another room. <laughs> right, right. I like the end of this movie because it does soften the blow of losing Wade, which I'm always sad about. Yeah. To, it just goes from, oh, no, to this is the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. When you see the Mercedes 
flying oh towards the fence. <laughs> Flipping over, exploding midair. I love the knife that was used to kill Wade is stabbed into the gas pedal, and that's what made it go. With the quarter on top. With the quarter, fa- like, facing tails out. Oh, I didn't even notice Wait, that. Wait, on the handle? Yes. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Hold on a second. I gotta yeah. go back and check that. That's fantastic. I didn't even notice that. That's great. And then, But no, it sta- he stabs the, through the quarter into the pedal, right? Um, There's I'm, no way just resting on the handle, going through a fence, <laughs> flipping, and it's still there. I think it's I mean, like in glue- that movie, okay, fine. But... Yeah. I think it's to the, like, glued to the top, like... When he went and found glue in between the, his yeah, revenge maybe, I don't know. <laughs> he is resourceful. And yeah. then he goes I thought maybe he's like stabbed through the corner or something. But Yeah. Then he kills the one guy. He says, tails again. Oh, that was good. And yeah, then that was good. throws the knife into the chest of the guy trying to that shoot him. That knife gets reused but a few times. Boom, boom. Yeah, like uh, the nephew or whatever. The nephew. Oh, no. It, yeah, it's stuck right on the end of the blade. Hold on, I'll pause it. I'll show you. I can't believe that. Some chewing gum, maybe? Yeah, and it's like the same exact circumference of the bottom of the knife. Like, it's a perfect fit for a quarter. I really hope it's adhesive. Because it's scary if that's not the case. Yeah, because, like, you'd imagine he could have, like, licked it and stuck it to it or something like that, and the saliva would be enough to, like, adhere it for a little bit. But the second it goes over and flips and explodes, like, there's no... There's Even no the way. fence would have got that. <laughs> yeah. That fence exploded spectacularly, though. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, just the and first... And then it just kept on going. There's a great sound effect where it just goes... <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the... That's another thing I was right about. All the cement bag punches in this. Yep. When uh, the gun is shot in the double deuce, it's a small pistol, but it sounds, it sounds like an RPG. It sounds like something else exploded. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I thought something exploded outside the bar because of how loud it was, but also how it sounded like it was far away. Like, uh-oh, somebody's car blew up. Oh, no. I hope it wasn't the Mercedes. Like, It's but... like a twenty-two pistol. It's like a BB gun. <laughs> yeah. Pew. It's just like, all right, we're done here. Yeah. yeah. We're going. St- starter pistol. Yeah. Oh, the Airsoft. F- the fight I also love from that moment is when the liquor truck gets delivered. Oh, God, you smash all the liquor. <laughs> and so the three dudes keep fighting Dolan while uh, Lil Ron is just throwing every single case of alcohol that he can in quick succession before he gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Just slamming down Drambui and, like, Miller lights. Yeah, it's like in a video game where you have to destroy five of something, and he's like, he, someone told him you have to destroy five cases of liquor. Yeah. Then you can go do what you need to do. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, you have to do that it before really funny, yeah. Dalton kicks you in the face. Because you know it's going to happen. Like, you know they're going to destroy it and they're going to do all these things. But just the way in which the three start fighting Dalton and he's just like, oh shit, this is my cue. Break the bottles. <laughs> and then Wade just comes out and says, what's going on, killer? Like, it's not even like helping him at first. No, he's got to lure him into a false sense of security yeah. so that he can join in on the, uh, on the fight. It was really sad when he died, though. I didn't see it coming. Because you think he's made it out. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think. Well, because when he's first on the phone, when um, Wesley's on the phone with Dalton and he's like, it's either Doc or it's Wade. I'm killing one of them heads or tails. I like I missed a line of dialogue for a second. I thought he like had them kidnapped already. Mm -hmm. So when Wade comes out all like bloodied or whatever, I'm like, oh, okay, he's he's fine. This is just a threat for later. Everything's going to be okay. Or they came to kill him and he beat them off. Mm-hmm. 
you know, with punching. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, For more of that, yeah. I haven't read check all out up yet. the zine. <laughs> the zine. Um, so I thought he was like fine. And then when it came back and he was on the bar, I think Johnny immediately was like, oh no. And I'm like, oh yeah, oh no. <laughs> He's just laying there on the bar all sad with the knife stuck in him. Oh, and then when they he pulls the knife out and you just get the blood running down over his rose oh, tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. So sad. But then, yeah, the ending just throws everything at the wall, and it's great. There's definitely some filmic, like, film moments in this, even though we call this a flick. Like, moments like that you would not yeah. find in a regular trashy B-movie. No. You might get some, you get some little, like, you get some sad moment, I'm sure. Like, you Oh, yeah, I'm just saying, like, the but... shot of the blood running over a tattoo. Oh, yeah. like, like, a director just wants to get to the next titty or yeah. Yeah. fight or whatever, not... The next monkey. The next, the next monkey. monkey. <laughs> Johnny, did you like the romance between Doc and, and Dalton? What'd you think about it? Uh, I, there was no chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was all animalistic yeah. instincts. There's nothing. It didn't seem necessarily like love or anything. It was just all passion. Right. And bizarre passion at that, Biz- too. Yeah. Like, their first kiss was like You were like, gentle, this is the most chaste thing I've ever brief, seen. brief, gentle kiss. It's like... I don't know. Yeah, like I kind of think and then, and then and then when he takes her back to his apartment barn, you know, he's like starting his seduction routine. He's like, "Tell me about your uncle." Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about your divorce. Yeah. Let's put some Otis on. Like it's so like like no, don't touch me. On. Yeah. Oh, I love the the first station's like hair metal and he just and she's just like, "No." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, no. No, we won't go with hair metal. Let me find something much more." It would have made for a better sex scene. <laughs> That's the sex scene on the roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought after that first kiss, because it was just so gentle and quick, that it's like, oh, this might be like a slow burn thing where he's got really got to win her over because she's trepidatious because he's a, a bouncer or a cooler. And all he does is fight for a living and he just makes money fighting random dudes. But he's not like a boxer or an MMA guy. Like he's he's fighting amateur, you know, bum fights or whatever. Um, so I thought he would have to win her over more. And then when the second date was literally just let's fuck in my barn. And then on top of my barn apartment, which is a great apartment, yeah. by the way. What a space. Really nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Those floor-to-ceiling windows that open. Yeah. $100 a month. View with a lake. No yeah. TV. No yeah. TV. But at $100 a month, like, all if you could find, like, some side gig or whatever, you could probably buy a shitty TV in 1989. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the one that the dude at the... Uh, the shitty oh car dealership God. is adjusting the antenna while he's eating his fl- the flimsiest sandwich I've ever seen on film. Oh, so good. <laughs> that frame too is perfect. And he comes running out like, she's a beaut, she, you know. And he's just like, all right, I'll take it. Yeah. The guy's like, yes, I sold a car. <laughs> but yeah, I thought maybe Doc would have been like the classier broad in the movie. Like they wouldn't like really reveal nudity for her. And they wouldn't, it would be like you said, like a slow burn. And yeah. I'm like, nope. No. Yeah. That's. That's not. The idea here. No. Nope. When Patrick's involved, there's no slow burn. It's all hot, hot heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, white hot. Yeah. But yeah, no real chemistry there. It's fun. It's it's bizarre. It's funny. It, yeah. It propels the story forward, I suppose. But I did the only weird part to me, really, because like it, it was just like a fun little fling. The only weird part was that they needed to make her the ex-wife of Wesley, because yeah, it's was... like. It, it doesn't really play into anything. Like, there's no... So you don't need to have that. Like, she could still hate him because she's a townie and she knows all the fucked up shit she's doing. 
because she's also Red's niece. Like, you don't need to also make her Wesley's ex-wife. Yeah. See... It's fine. Is she like, the ex-wife? Or is she... Is her ex someone else? I, I think they, it's heavily implied. That. Yeah. Oh, they never... I don't I think they ever say it outright because... For all the times I've watched this movie, I've well, <laughs> not caught on to that. I mean, let's run it back. Well, it's so, so meaningless. It just doesn't really matter. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I mean, like, the blind guitar says... Oh, he had a thing for her. He had a thing for her. And then she left town and he was furious. But then it also says like, oh, I was with a guy and I was married and it didn't work out and I don't pick him right or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she confronts him and she's just like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'd really hate to see you end up with someone like that after whatever. So like Mm -hmm. it kind of the way at least I read it, maybe it's not, but it definitely seemed like they tried to imply that. It was uh, it was her that was the ex wife or him that was the ex husband, mm. but that was the only that was the only real open to it. Maybe the me. zine will explain more. Yeah, let's see. I don't know. Is that one of the stories? Yeah, is there like an Amazon preview of the first couple of pages? <laughs> I imagine it's probably not that many. So yeah, I don't think they can afford to. What's her actual name? Is it Denise? Uh, Denise is the oh, that's the his his girlfriend. Yeah, who who does the strip tease and has shitty taste in music. Oh yeah, so they're oh yeah, so the only one in the book is it's a Wade Doc. Oh, all just Wade and Doc. Okay. Yeah, so okay. The Doc. That's the only one Doc is involved in. So there's no okay. There's no. Uh, there's also no Wesley in there at all. So we don't get to. Unfortunately, you don't get to read about his... I thought he was very tender with Tigger. I don't know. Maybe for volume two. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to write in the review. Just... <laughs> Need a volume I have a two. request. <laughs> Please. Um, now I'm just thinking about Denise. Poor Denise. Yeah, and I didn't like how they showed her battered face and then never called back to it. Like, she clearly got beat after she made eyes at, Dal- at Dalton. Mm-hmm. Which I love the line of like, why don't you look me in the eyes? I'm shy. (laughs) (laughs) Shy. But then they like show that she got beat and nothing ever came of it. It wasn't like, I'm going to punch this guy for you. Obviously, everybody gets theirs in the end anyway, Mm -hmm. but it never, it was never like a direct thing to where they get revenge for her. I think, I think it is meant to make her a more sympathetic character in our eyes of, you know, this is someone who is also a victim of this guy who has a lot of control over her life probably and anything she Mm -hmm. you know i would have liked to see wesley just gotten punched in the face just like once before because he never gets touched at all before the final scene Mm -hmm. i would have liked one good solid rock and from somebody whether it be wade or dalton or the owner of the bar just somebody to get one in on him even doc yeah yeah and maybe that's what starts the bombing spree of like okay fuck it now like you guys wanted to play we'll play now like you hit me i'm gonna blow up your store or something like you know like i I wish he had just gotten punched in the face once and that would have been so satisfying (laughs) (laughs) keith david comes from behind the barn hits him with a tray yeah just something yeah he's got to get his just once Dude, when the, the farmer's house blows up and they go separate ways, she goes down the stairs and he flies out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. He does parkour. And he, like, oh, he, jumps, so good. he jumps into the pickup truck off a, bio, uh, a bale, bale of hay. hay. 
yeah. over the roof, like yeah. tumbles. It it doesn't beat that guy in the bar that does like a flip off the the, the round table onto the stage. That's right. You had a good laugh at that. Which one? It was one of the most, I think, earlier fights at the Double Deuce, and there was a guy just fighting off everyone, and he does, like, a backflip onto the stage, and oh, it looks yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> like, trampoline ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. Like, I expected when Patrick Swayze jumped from the apartment onto the roof and then onto the truck, like, I expected one of those mini, like, gymnastics trampoline to be there for him to then, like, do a somersault to keep running. Yeah. Like, that's the way it looks. It looks so like gymnastic. Hand, like a front handspring off yeah. the fucking sunroof or whatever. Yeah, I thought we were watching, like, Bring It On for a second. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the look he had when he ran. It was fantastic. Yeah, the stunts The stunts are incredible. Yeah. In this movie. They're very good. And I, I before you were saying it wasn't very choreographed, but it does... I have some of that in it, there for sure. It does, and they did. I was trying to like not give away too much. Yeah. They did no, work sure. with a martial art artist black belt to choreograph the fight scenes, and it's something that Swayze already had experience in. He was pretty mangled after this movie, similar to the way that he was after Dirty Dancing. He like had to go get his knee essentially reconstructed, like after. The big fight with Jimmy was filmed. They like drained an obscene amount of fluid from one of his knees. They yeah, were. F- and that's the weak point. You kick a guy's knee, doesn't matter how big he is, he's going down. He's going down, including <laughs> Patrick Sway. Um, yeah. There's a part in that fight scene by the lake where Jimmy takes a log and hits Dalton with mm-hmm. it. That was improvised by the two of them. They thought it was a stunt log, and it was actually a real log. So he, like, really just, like, broke his ribs, and, you know, they had to pause for a bit. So it's incredible that he made it out the window. Yeah. And eventually to Point Break (laughs) and Donnie Darko. What other action movies has he been in? I mean... Ghost. I mean, for a guy being... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for a guy so fit and athletic, and he looked fairly natural at kicking people's asses doing so, that it would lend to uh, more action movies. Yeah, I wonder if maybe he got pigeonholed. I, he might have also just been like, I cannot do this any longer. Yeah. My body hurts. Well, that's the thing. This would have probably been one of the biggest fight scene things, because like, there's nothing like that in Red Dawn. No. There's, there's some There's a fights. couple rumbles in Outsiders, yeah. but... But not, like th- not to this extent. So he never would have been pegged as an action guy before then. But I would assume that given the fact that this wasn't a big... This didn't have a big reception. Like, this wasn't a huge box office smash. That no one immediately went, Okay, I need Swayze in every single action movie I can get him in. It would have been like, oh, I guess... Swayze, the action star, doesn't work. Swayze just sells to women, so we're going to put him in Ghost. And we'll try him in Point Break, but that's guns, not as much with the fighting. Well, what is this Steel Dawn? <laughs> Don't know. Hot. Put it on the list. Apocalyptic science fiction action film? Starring Swayze with a beard? Oh my. And that's that's pre... Oh it's my 1987. god. No, the other poster for this is ridiculous. The sword that he has is outrageous oh i love how the knives got smaller they're bigger and bigger and bigger there was a little fluctuation though every once in a while every once in a while you get it and then it went to like a full-on spear that just like the spear was thrown was 
good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the throw, the spear throw, where it looks like it has no gravity on it. It like, looks it like it's looks, on a clothesline. Yeah, or something. it just floats through the air. <laughs> yeah, it's not a normal throw. Like if CGI existed back then, I'd be like, "That's fake. That's a fake spear." Yeah. I mean, it might be a fake spear, just drawn in and just animated along, but it looks like it has no weight to it whatsoever. Perfect throw, though. Yeah, Gotta yeah. give Wesley credit. He knew how to fight with the spears. They weren't just decorative. It would have been great if Wesley, like, died by, like, animal in some way at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, like, you find out he's got a pet puma or some shit. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize the guitar player in the band is an actual... Like, he's not an actor. He's an actual musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like he was definitely playing. Band. Yeah. Yeah, and he lost his sight as a child due to a rare form of eye cancer. Oh, ouch. Jeff Healy is his name. We touched on it very quickly when I mentioned that it was available, but the soundtrack is really good. I love all the, like, the the blues rock. And yeah, all the renditions the band did were really good. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack, just from start to finish. Yeah. yeah. Like, when mean... the pool party starts, it's <laughs> like, do not touch that needle. <laughs> I love when the pool party starts, though, and Swayze immediately turns his lights off. I don't know if it's to be inconspicuous, like, so that way they don't see him, or just to watch. I yeah. think it's just it to watch. very much seems like, I just want to watch this just... orgy turn Let off the lamp. Let me make sure I can see a little better. Let me put down my book. Maybe that's it's, why there's it's no It's such TV a silly orgy party. It's like the, the two guys that just throw the girl in the pool. Yeah, or just, yeah. and every... Naked. Naked. Yeah. yeah. The girl has no top. Their pants are off. It's just so joyful. Again, I want to live in this movie. It looks like a fun time. Yeah. Like a lot of fun. All the bars are great. The apartment in the barn is great. Even Wesley's house is fucking awesome. He's got the the dueling pool tables, mm-hmm. one with no pockets. Got- I need to find out what that is. It must be something beyond. It's a, it's a regular If, if I have to ask, I can't afford it. It's like, <laughs> this is the type of thing. Yeah, I think it's just a regular traditional billiards table. Do you just find it in a parlor or something that you put your drinks on or something? I don't... Yeah. Well, because the game of billiards, you're not trying to pocket the balls. It's a different kind of okay. game. I mean, I played bumper pool, but... Yeah, this is uh, carom billiards is what it's called. Sounds expensive. <laughs> yes. That's why you need two right in your foyer. Yeah. Yeah. One regular and one more traditional. Yeah. I think when we first see the inside of his house, that was elicited a gasp from you. You were just like, oh my God. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. And he's all got the animal the, heads. Yeah. He's got all the stuffed heads on the wall. Which is so opulent. <laughs> I mean, the view of the lake is great. Although I could see him having a problem with the farmer guy because that barn does look like a shithole from the outside. So like you have this nice majestic mansion property on this waterfront and you got to look at this dilapidated barn across from you. Before we realized that he was like the mafia of Jasper, Missouri, I thought that it was going to be one of those things of like, oh, he's trying to buy up all the places in town and we're not going to stand for it. He's been trying to buy my land for all this time. Like I thought it was going to be more of one of those like corporate espionage type deals. Right. Not... I run Very this town greedy. and everyone pays protection to me. <laughs> so I don't run a monster truck through your establishment. Yes, the Jasper Improvement Society. Yeah. Or Jizz. Jizz. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Man, this movie is raunchy. It's so raunchy. Um, <laughs> I didn't even put the acronym together. It's too funny. Um, they, they do have a couple signs up. Like, at the first dealership he goes to, there's a sign that says Jasper Improvement Society. Uh-huh. Um, so they're hinting at it. I Chekhov's mean, sign. Yeah. Chekhov's Improvement Society. Chekhov's jizz. Chekhov's <laughs> jizz. <laughs> oh, goodness. 
It's smart, though. That it does make it legal, you know, if you're just you're creating a society and everyone pays into it to make, you know, and then you're, you're using that to improve the town or whatever. Pretty smart. It's a pretty smart mafia, man. Yeah. yeah. God, what does Red say when Dalton is questioning him? Oh, he's like, did you get robbed? Every week. Every week. And then he asks him another question. He says, like, does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? Oh, yeah. And then, then that's like, there's another cut that's very dramatic. That's so good. It would have been great if it cut to a hobby horse. Like, if it cut to, like, Wesley's house and he had a hobby horse in one of the rooms. Yeah, <laughs> I can say for certain yet, I have not seen the movie before. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were a couple of times I'm like, ooh, this kind of feels familiar, but... And then it quits, it quickly, like, went away. Like, like I would remember re- the polar bear. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'd remember that ass, you know, you, like... You, you, the orgy. The, the orgy, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that you'd definitely remember if you saw it. Even just the ones. Yeah. The polar bear is ridiculous, though. Just move. The way he, he just crawls. And then he shoots it. That's oh, yeah, he said. shoots it. That's the best. He unloads a full <laughs> clip from his little, like, 9mm or whatever it was into this completely dead stuffed polar bear. Like, did he think it came alive? Like, what did he think was happening? Just move. But I love how that's, that's his excuse at the end for why he didn't know what happened. He's like, the polar bear fell on me. <laughs> I feel like there's maybe a scene where they show him having like a phobia and being scared of like the animals and like maybe that's why oh. he's so scared. Yeah, like a like that a hook where it's yeah. just like, oh, he really hates crocodiles and then when the crocodile falls on him, oh my Basically, God, yeah. I'm really scared. That's why I can't move Like Swayze so runs into that room and he just stops right before like tippy toes like right before like <laughs> yeah. just like holding the gun like an old lady just... <laughs> Or even if, like, he got to that room with another one of the henchmen and he stopped dead and the other guy's like, come on, let's go, let's get him, he's in there. He's yeah. like, oh, no, man, I hate the I hate the headroom. I can't, no. Right. Uh, he so just drags t- him in there, yeah. 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 That's the only logical thing why someone would be sca- that scared. But I love that he just shoots it a bunch of times in the chest. <laughs> it's so good. I could see myself getting riled up and frightened enough, though, like, knowing that someone has killed all of my buddies one by one. Oh, yeah, that for I sure. Would- I might shoot the bear, but only once. <laughs> I wouldn't unload. Yeah. You shoot the bear and then you run away. Like, I feel like you need to... You just paralyze with fear. Yeah, maintain your composure enough to just move a little bit. Yeah. I prob- I would run away as soon as the Mercedes-Benz hit the fence. Yeah. That would be my time to leave. To leave, yeah. That was it's so been early. nice knowing you. That was a great car stunt, the way it flipped and everything. And... Yeah, and exploded midair with all the shotguns hitting it. Good stuff. I knew, obviously, he wasn't in there. I was just wondering, like, okay, where is he going to come in? Like, is he going to come in on Jimmy's motorcycle and, like, fly in from the creek or something like that? Like, where is he going to come from? Because he's not in that car. He should have been on a horse. Oh. oh that would have made it. That would have. I mean, it's not bad yeah. the way that it is, but, oh. Horses didn't have to jump over a fence. Come on, Rowdy. What were you thinking? <laughs> he got so much right, though. Yeah. Because there's no explanation for how he got in the house. He's just, like, in He's and taking there. out dudes. Which is great. When I realized that he was about to do one of these, like, go kill everyone sprees, yeah. I was like, yes. Great. <laughs> Everything you could possibly want, this movie delivers. Yeah. It does. Even the quarter that was stuck to the end of that knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They have a really hard time. <laughs> um, that's the thing you can't wrap your mind around. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, everything else totally everything plausible. Else, I yeah. got it. Makes a ton of sense. Quarter on the end of a knife. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, for as many ludicrous 
for as many ludicrous things happen in this movie, they all seem to make sense in the universe of Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing is sort of happening to drive the plot forward. There are things that happen that do that, but they feel organic in the Roadhouse universe. Mm -hmm. yeah. like, well, of course... It's the central the, the nervous monster, system of the movie. Yeah, yeah the monster truck it was going to have to go through the Ford dealership. There's makes a, sense. A, that's... A leads to B leads to C. Yeah. Right. Well, and they cover that too earlier in the thing of like, who are you going to report it to? Like, he's got the police in his back pocket. He's got everybody in town wrapped around his yeah, finger. There's Everyone's no law scared. in Jasper. Yeah. Everyone pays up to the jizz. Nobody, <laughs> nobody is going to stand up to this dude. So like, it would make sense that the entire town could watch you drive through uh, the Ford dealership and nobody would do anything to stop it. Even when he's like, that's right. I just sent a monster truck through a car dealership. And you all got to see it for free. And everyone's like, it's so sad. But <laughs> I guess it's fine because we like monster trucks. <laughs> and it's also, it's a movie that's really about community. Because it's not just about one man stopping it, but it's about the community coming together. Mm -hmm. And blowing the head of jizz <laughs> to smithereens. <laughs> so it's really uplifting in that way. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, it's a little off my mind. It's got it's, Yep. Um, just reminds you to, you know, be kind to your neighbor. And yeah. you never know when you'll do murder with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pain doesn't hurt. <laughs> Pain don't hurt. I did like the little wince when he gets the staple, though. Ooh. Ooh. His medical file. That. Oh, oh the butt oh, illustration. The butt. The Perfect. Butt, the butt illustration in the medical file that just has all his scars and stitches. Oh, it's so good. And then he's just got it in that, like, very fancy brief, like, way fancier briefcase than you'd expect this guy to have. Yeah. Do you always carry your medical files around with you? Makes things easier. It makes things yeah. easier. Without the internet, you would just be like, no, just give me my file, Doc. Like, I'm moving to Jasper, Missouri, and going to get stabbed a few times there, I'm sure. God, now I want to watch more trashy bar movies. <laughs> yeah, like, is Roadhouse a genre? It like should it? be. <laughs> I... Or is it, it in a be, league of its own? But I think it's in a league of its own. Like Because it's not strictly, you know, because you start off, you're like, okay, this is kind of like a workplace behind the scenes. Right. And then there's another layer and another layer. Yeah. Up until we're at the monster truck and the polar bear and the Mercedes flying through the fence and... Yeah, because when it starts, you can think, that, oh, this is like a casino. We're like, oh, we're going to learn about how he runs... Shit, his bar. But no, it's not about that at all. It's about no. small-time mafia, small-town thing. So I guess like casino. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking at, like, I type in... This is so stupid. Like, great bar movies. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I there's some that I didn't really think, like, right off the bat that, like, are completely about that. But, like, Coyote Ugly is one. Yeah. I guess, yep. Uh, not the same vein as this, though. Dust Till Dawn is completely in a bar. Did you guys see that movie? The Quentin Tarantino? No. Okay. That... I don't know, maybe worth visiting, but... And that's it. <laughs> so it's Roadhouse, Coyote, Ugly, and Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. Well, some of them are stupid. Like, they have a scene in a bar. Yeah. Like Pulp Fiction or... Yeah, no, I think it's it's too niche of a thing to be able to pull it off. Because then you'd get lists of, like, the best scenes in bars in movies, but that's not what you want. You want... Yeah, here's, like, the, the, the best... The nine best movie bar scenes. Yeah. Yeah, and even like the IMDb more like Roadhouse, it's just other Patrick Swayze movies. Like it's Point Break, it's Red Dawn, it's Young Guns, it's Ghost. 
No Young cocktail. I haven't seen Cocktail with Tom Cruise. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I was like watching it on TNT, so probably not getting the full mm. the full experience. Oh, there really should have been a video game of this or a pin or a pinball machine. If the I, pinball I is absolutely the perfect. medium that this It's genius. Needs to be transferred mm-hmm. into and explore further. Alright. And next year's pinball expo, I'll see if who I can talk to. Yeah. Bend their ears. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, listen, guys, who do I need to talk to to get a roadhouse machine made? Yeah. Who owns the rights to this film? Who do I need to talk to? Rowdy's on board. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've already talked to Rowdy. So something that will not delight either of you, but Roadhouse was nominated for, but did not win, five Golden Raspberry Awards. Worst picture, worst actor, worst supporting actor, worst director, and worst screenplay. And now I've lost all faith in the Razzies. Yeah. Yeah. It deserves none of those things. Yeah. I mean, it didn't win, but... It didn't win. What did win that <laughs> that year? This is like every time we talk about the Oscars. Like, wait, what was what was happening that year? Yeah, let's see. What was happening in so the, in the Razzies? Razzies? Hey, listen, it's, uh, it's fine. Yeah. I feel like sometimes they just pick on movies that don't perform well and not based off of true merit. Well, didn't Sandra Bullock get, like, a Razzie and an Oscar in the same year for, like, the same performance? She did... In the same year, she won for The Blind Side an Oscar, but she won a Raspberry oh, okay. so, so for a, a different, different movie. Role. It okay. was a different role. Nothing can prove that movies are subjective. <laughs> okay, so. If one Oscar goes and yeah. has the same performance. All right, so this is the 10th Golden Raspberry Awards held on okay. March 25th, 1990. Okay. Um, covering the worst of 1989's movies. So worst picture was Speed Zone, Roadhouse, Lock Up, The Karate Kid Part 3, and the winner, Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Is that the whale one? Oh, okay. Remember. Yes, Josh. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Worst actor, William Shatner in Star Trek V, Ralph Macchio in Karate Kid, Sylvester Stallone in Lock Up, and Tango in Cash, uh, Swayze in Next of Kin and Roadhouse, Tony Danza in She's Out of Control. I've never heard of Listen to Me, but that one, Worst Supporting Actor. Worst director was William Shatner for Star Trek V. He cleaned up that year. Uh, worst screenplay was Harlem Nights, written by Eddie Murphy. Also The Karate Kid Part Three, Star Trek V, and Tango and Cash. I think Swayze almost took a role in Tango and Cash. Really? Instead of this. Well, he made the right call. He did. Wow, this only has a 40% of Rotten Tomatoes. This movie? Yeah. That's really surprising. I mean... Listen, it's not high cinema. I'll, I you obviously can't say that. But it's just so dang fun. It's, it's, a, it's a so lot of fun. fun. And it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like, this no. isn't something where it's trying to be, like, high art. It's just dudes getting kicked and women getting kicked. <laughs> <laughs> D- yeah. And stuffed animals getting kicked. <laughs> and boobies. And so and many boobies. Lots of boobs. So many aggressive 1980s breast implants mm-hmm. right right in your face i love i love this movie this movie is perfect even the things that are wrong and bad about it like the chemistry between the two leads is great it adds to the flavor yeah, it's a perfect movie yeah, yeah it doesn't even like <laughs> even watching it at no point was i like god why are these two together like it doesn't even make any sense it's like no she's she thinks he's hot. Like, that's really all it boils down to. Mm-hmm. She knows he's a drifter. 
So he's just going to go. So worst case scenario, they have a fling and then he leaves. I'm yeah. like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah, she's she's into it by the end and seems like she doesn't want him to leave. And that's fine. But it's fine. It all totally right. works. Yeah. I, the viewer, saw his butt earlier. Mm-hmm. I get it. I know why we're here. Makes sense. <laughs> the man pulls off a blouse. Yeah, no one bats an eye at it. Mm-hmm. No one even, like, you'd think at least someone would be like, Don, are you wearing a blouse? And then, like, they get punched in the face or whatever. And they're like, dude, don't talk about Don's blouse like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's stylish. Cool. Well, I mean, well, anything yeah. else that you guys want to bring up, go uh, over? This, this movie was a lot of fun. It probably could have used, like, one line of cocaine, but just, like, no. off, a, off a knife or something. Yeah. And then that knife going into someone. But yeah. it had all the other goods in it. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe if the way that Dalton caught that dude fucking that girl on his break. There was also just a casual mirror and two lines. Yeah, or he caught the girl selling coke in the bathroom. Right. Which I forgot the line when he fires her, where it's like, anybody else got a lot of faith in pharmaceuticals? The pharmaceutical industry or something like that? uh, It is... Shit. I lost it. Yeah. It's okay. But yeah, like in one of have a similar. I'll just say, scene. like you're pretty much checking everything off the list to make this movie super naughty and trashy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. May as well just throw some powder in it too. Yeah. <laughs> Get the pharmaceutical industry yeah. involved. Yeah. But yeah, lots of fun. I I, I knew from your guys, you and Brian's excitement that you guys would that I was really gonna enjoy this. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, just good, dumb, fun. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Just good, enjoy. And this would be a perfect. You throw it on. You don't necessarily have to pay attention. It's there. This would all, like Point Break. This would also be a great. You're stuck inside on summer vacation or at the beach house. Throw it on the throw the tape on because yeah. you just know you're in for a hoot. And all you this can, movie probably cooks on tape. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna look for it now. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to read. We'll have a movie night soon. Yeah. This is yeah, like a movie you watch with your cousins that you right. know you're not supposed to watch, mm-hmm. and glad- then you and then you quote endlessly. Oh. Like for the rest of your lives. Speaking of, before we get away from it, you love reenacting movies with your cousins. We, we've not reenacted okay. this movie. I wasn't sure if maybe someone Those... else had seen it. I know you didn't see it until later, but I, I wasn't sure if maybe it. one of them saw it and was like, all right, I'm going to be Dalton and you're going to be Wesley. No. And I'm going to super kick you into the lake. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, unfortunately, we did not. Okay, fair enough. Get to have that experience. Although I'm sure right. Patrick, my well. cousin is... <laughs> I am... 100 percent sure that he's a huge fan of this movie as well nice yeah i'm glad we watched it together oh yeah we, we almost did it i don't know if anyone knows what we were about to do this remote last week yeah nobody knows yeah no i'm saying it right now addressing <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there was a chance where that might have been the where we're like no 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 no. i think no. bridget in her text said no we need to walk into the double deuce together <laughs> hand in hand <laughs> so glad that yeah this would not have been the same if we were all separate doing a remote right episode. right right so Thank you very much, Bridget, yes. uh, for showing us this. But Thank you guys for coming on this journey. Of course. For having a drink with me yeah. at the Double Deuce. We'll go to the Deuce anytime. But uh, that'll do it then for this week's episode of Fine, I'll Watch It. Remember, you can find every episode of Fine, I'll Watch It every Thursday morning on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So let us know what you think of Roadhouse. Do you also want to see the extra hour and 20 minute extended edition? Can you tweet 
at Rowdy Harrington for us to let him know that we definitely need to see this. It needs to be released. Get it out there. How much do you love this movie? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for fine, I'll watch it. My name is Adam. I'm Bridget. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening.